We're doing the uh, Holy Letters of the Rebbe. This is volume four, and this is dated on the 13th day of Tishrei, which is the site of the Rebbe Maharash, uh, Rebbe Shmuel. Uh, there is no picture of the Rebbe Maharash. There is no photograph of the Rebbe Maharash. I wondered if we could put these in chronological order. Yeah, isn't the Rabbi in the middle? Yeah, it is actually in the order from, uh, you know, uh, uh, you have father or grandson. I'm not sure what's there, though. They actually, uh, all right, we have to figure it out. Okay, good point. After that. So this is the Rebbe Maharash's Yorzeit is on the 13th day of Tishrei. And this is a letter the Rebbe addresses to uh, the um, individual. And this was sort of a, um, 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 encouragement before the holiday season, a special. And again, in putting it into the time frame, this was after the uh, passing of the previous Rebbe. And the Rebbe hasn't officially yet uh, accepted the leadership, but so this was in the middle. So uh, the Rebbe addresses him, uh, this individual over here, and with uh, greetings, uh, with peace and blessings. And the Rebbe uh, says that he put in the pamphlet that he published for the Sukkot festival that is about to come upon us. This is on the 13th day of Tishrei, so the festival of Sukkot is just a day away, uh, two days away. Uh, that pamphlet includes a Hasidic discourse and also a talk delivered by the previous Rebbe and also has a collection of Hasidic customs and tra- uh, traditions. And that is for yourself, but uh, also to uh, give other people in your community uh, the opportunity to study in a fitting way. So don't just keep the Torah for yourself. I'm sending you the pamphlet basically, not for your own yourself, but rather to see to it to benefit the community, to all the people around you, that they too should be able to study. In those days, pamphlets didn't print so easily, they didn't come so cheap, so everything was uh, needed to uh, have people share what they were uh, getting with others. Um, The Rebbe basically says that even more than all year round, uh, during the festival of the month of Tishrei, which is a general month, it is more expected and demanded from each one of us that we should love our fellow and that we should sort of work in concert, in unison, that we should all be included together, especially when we talk about the festival of the holiday. How is this concept of having people unified and having people included together expressed particularly in this month of Tishrei, of the holiday, month of the holidays? So the Rebbe will now go through the various different holidays and within each holiday show you how that day, that that holiday has that concept of love thy fellow emphasized as well as inclusion altogether. Let's start with Rosh Hashanah. What is Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the day that we crown, we coronate God as our king. As we say, Hashem says that say before me uh, the Malchis, 
so on Rosh Hashanah, when we crown Hashem as king, so the way a crowning is done, it says in the, in the Pasuk, Bishurun Melech, amongst the Jews there was a king, God became king. It says, When all Jewish people get together, the leaders and the entire tribes of Israel get together. So in order to make Hashem our king, in order to crown him, it's important that the king of the world, Hashem, to be all together. That's the idea in Rosh Hashanah. On Yom Kippur, we know that there is a special mitzvah to ask forgiveness from your friend. If you have uh, insulted somebody, committed uh, a sin against them, you have hurt them in any way, on Yom Kippur, before Yom Kippur, we have to ask forgiveness. We have to appease them. And also on Yom Kippur, we wear white because we are considered like angels. One of the qualities of the angels as brought down is that amongst them there is no jealousy and there is no competition. Unlike, unlike by humans where there could be jealousy, there can be competition which causes friction but by the angels there is no such a thing. Everybody is in unison. So we have Yom Kippur when we're like angels we have that idea of unity. And then you have the festival of Sukkot in which our sages in their sweet language have used the expression that all Jewish people are fit to live in one sukkah, which means we can all join in one sukkah. Today you can't get two Jews in the same room without fighting. But you know, but basically in the sukkah it says they're fit to be all sitting in one sukkah. And on Shemini Atzeres, which is the final holiday, the eighth day, the Yom Tev, over there, Hashem says, bring one bull, one ram, as opposed to the very many bulls that are brought throughout the uh, festival of Sukkot, bring one bull, one ram, because Hashem says, it's difficult for me, your separation, which probably also means, as the Rebbe explains elsewhere, not only us separating from God, but you're separating from one another, because each one going in own directions. I want you to be together. Rebbe wants us to be together. And emphasized even more, this idea of togetherness is in the mitzvah on Sukkot in which we take the four species. That in many places it explains what is the concept about uh, taking specifically these four species, why these four species were were, were picked and that is because each one of them points to the hints to the level of unity and in addition that each one is unity we also need to combine them and bring them all together when we shake the lulav we take all the species the three the lulav and its two species together with the asherah and we unite them we bring them together um, and what this means is that even though the Esrog represents people who study Torah and do a lot of mitzvahs in the Jewish people, and the Lulav and the Hadas, they represent somebody who has either Torah or mitzvahs, and the Willow, the Arava, represents those who have no Torah mitzvahs at all. And you bring them all together. When we bring them all together, that is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, A'aleh. Allah means Allah betomer. I will go up 
to the Tamar is the day tree. The Jewish people are referred to a Tamar zeis kaimascha dam salisamar. This is your height. You are similar to a uh, Tamar, a, a date tree, a very high, a date tree, a very high tree representing the Jewish people. Hashem says, I will go up. Aleh. Aleh is abbreviation. Esrog, Arava, Lulav, and Hodas. Aleh. So Hashem says, Aleh besamar, through the, when we unite, Hashem says, I will go up amongst the Jewish people. Aleh besamar. Yeah? What's the Hodas? Hodas is the myrtle. Hadas. Oh, so the Hadas, the Rebbe doesn't articulate over here, but usually it's understood. Uh, the Hadas has a, a, a smell, uh, but not a, a not a taste, as opposed to the Tamarim dates. They have taste and not a smell. So uh, they represent Jews that only have Torah without uh, mitzvahs, or Jews that have mitzvahs without Torah, so one or the other. And the idea is when you have them together, then it's Allah b'tamar. You all go up b'tamar. Um, and the Rebbe says that you can say something in a uh, on a light in a light way. Um, there is an expression uh, of our sages that they say all Jews can sit in one sukkah, as mentioned earlier. Um, so. From this we learn out, you know, on the sukkah, the Torah also says you have to make your own sukkah. It says you have to, it should be yours. If you steal somebody else's sukkah, you're not, you don't fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. But what happens if you borrow? In other words, somebody lets you sit in the sukkah, that's okay. So it has to be yours, but if somebody loans it to you, he lets you sit there, that's okay. How do we know that that is okay? Maybe the Torah says it has to be yours. It has to be really yours, fully yours, not only on loan. But that's we learn out because the Torah says, all, because we say that all Jews can sit in one sukkah. If all Jews are going to sit in one sukkah, that means that no... Now you can't say that all Jews are going to own the sukkah. Let's say they're gonna, everybody's going to pay for the sukkah because there's not going to be enough for each one to even have the smallest amount of value of money, which is a pruta, each one is going to have less than a pruta. So how are we going to fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah if we could not fulfill it by sitting as a lone sukkah? It can't be your sukkah. You can't be a partner in the sukkah because there's not enough for each one to be a partner, for each one to have a pruta. What does it mean metaphorically? The Rebbe brings out very interesting over here. Uh, the Rebbe says that, uh, in a way, when we talk about the sukkah, that represents a level known as the Kabbalah of Makiv Atzmus, that is the surrounding light of the essence of Hashem, as brought out the Maimed, Rebbe says over there. But the Torah says, in order to reach that great level, that great energy, you have to b'tasa you must do it through Torah mitzvahs, through your service, then you get that. Now, you need to have, it would seem, at least the value of a pruta, something. You have to put some effort in it. You have to be tasa l'cha, it has to be yours. It must be something. You must own a little bit of it. Because once you have a pruta minimum, then we find like, uh, uh, betrothing a woman, Makadish a woman, uh, she must get at least a pruta, the smallest coin, in order for her to uh, 
give herself over. So, in other words, for us to give ourselves over to God, uh, we need to at least invest a pruta in it. Uh, now, the problem is that when there is a situation when you don't even have your own pruta of your own, but you have to borrow from somebody else's. So that's what the Torah tells us, that we each one are uh, being corrected and fixed from somebody else. So we're actually loaning somebody else's. We're sort of connected, our interconnection. So even if we don't have a real pruta of ourselves, we don't have a value. In other words, we haven't invested even the amount of a pruta. The fact that we are all in it together, we can borrow one another, and therefore we are going to give that pruta. And the Rebbe blesses him with a um, happy holiday and much success to uh, benefit the community that everybody should make one grouping to do the will of our Father in Heaven with a complete heart, the Rebbe's, uh, the Rebbe's signature. So, I guess the Rebbe is again promoting specifically the idea of unity, unified forces, togetherness, and that can definitely accomplish a lot more than everybody going in their own, own way, in their own direction.